check, check, check. One, two, one, two. Check, check, check. Is that me up on the top there? Looks like there's little white lines going. Barely there. A little bit more. Nope, still barely there. Oh, look at me. Ah. You're there. I'm barely there. Oh, no, you're there. Oh, now I'm kind of there. Yeah. One, two, oh yeah, yeah. Check, check, check. It's almost that's a little much. I was gonna say. Me. Yeah. How do you think I feel? <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, <laughs> unique New York. Um, take this dingus off. I think that's, I think it's happening. We ready to go? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. There seemed to be a lot going on. There is always a lot going on. Actually, that's not true either. There really is almost never anything going on. But let's... Let's pretend there's something going on. Hello, and welcome to Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now people. Today is May 3, 2018, and this is episode number, would you care to venture a guess? I think this is the we hit the dozen mark. Number twelve. Not the baker's dozen. It's gonna be no, that's no. that's yet to come, but yeah. it's good. I feel like it's taken us a while, but we're getting there. We're getting there. I'm trying to remember when getting picked up. Yeah, absolutely. When I don't even remember when, when we started. Or, yeah. I mean, we were sophomores in high school. That's I'm not that, sure. that makes sense. This is the podcast where Nick and I, yes, that means I'm Doug, talk about the topics, and when I say the subjects, oh, I, you know, I, 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 could, I should proofread these things, yeah, maybe, after I, you missed the rehearsal. When I say the topics, I, of course, mean the concerns. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, good. I know, yeah, you know, they have uh, the thesaurus machine sure. on the computer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't yeah. even occur to me to use that. That's oh, smart. Oh, sure, you throw the like, smart cursor in the corner and the thing, but I don't know. As always, we like to start things off with the... You okay there? Yeah. You going to play a little guitar during this? It's uh, possible. Yeah, this is it's exciting. We'll play a little unplayed. As record. always, we like to start things off with the Columbia University in the city of New York sports update. Do yep. we have intro music for this? Uh, I yeah. I just played you, it. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Uh, so first of all, yes. there's... I don't know if you know this. I don't know if our listener knows this. There's a Columbia sports app. What? Yeah. Which shouldn't really, if you really thought it through, shouldn't surprise. There's an app for sure. everything, but it, there's a little picture of a lion or the logo, I guess, of the lion, and it gives you like you tap that. It's in my sports folder, okay, on the oh, phone yeah. with my Cubs, Major League Baseball, thing? MLB, Blackhawks, and like ESPN. I think. Yeah, you got to get the scores, you know. So, um, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, so tell me about what happens in this app. So, well, you press the app, and then the stories come up, and you can get schedules. I mean, the typical thing, oh, but it, there's, like, stuff. Good, yeah, which means that someone has to, like, you know, update it and pay attention and work on I that. I don't really know how that stuff works, but I would guess it just feeds the same stuff that's on the website into, like, a mobile-friendly format. But Oh, you think that probably just there's it's, it's one-stop it's shopping? A, it's one hypothesis. One of many. So we'd like to, uh, I'd like to give a shout-out and a congratulations to Katie... I'm gonna say either. I'm gonna say Angen, A N G E N, Angen, Angen. I've heard it both ways. Okay, she's uh, received the Karen Blank Award, which wouldn't be as good as the Karen Black Award. <laughs> and for all our listeners who are my age or older, right. would get that reference. Yeah, they would. Uh, Karen the, Black, of course, the star of 
Among other things. Among other things. Oh, gosh. Well, uh, boy. Probably some early Robert Altman movies. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I think she was in Nashville. Mm, I never saw that one. Possibly. Was she one of the three in Come Back to the Five and Dime, Jimmy Dean, Jimmy Dean? Mm. Cher. Maybe Karen Black? Someone, she was like one Cher of those. Was in that? Yeah, I think she was. Okay. I know with Cher. Yeah, what either that or Mamma Mia. Oh, we're talking like early 70s, like 73, 4, 5. I don't know if there. I realized Cher did movies that early on. Early on? Maybe it wasn't Cher at all. Maybe it maybe was, it was uh, like, Madeline Stowe. Yeah, but it was, oh, maybe it was Glenda Jackson. Mm-hmm. For a long time, I hated Madeline Stowe. Just like every movie, she would, one of those yeah. actresses annoyed the crap out of me every single now I'm movie. Now I'm into it. Yeah. No, now like looking back, like maybe, yeah. like I'll, I'll, I'll take a, uh, a review. Uh, but Karen Black, that, that sort of Susan Blakely, Karen Black, uh, early like Diane Cannon, Movies like these kind, these actresses of that time who were kind of known at that time, that early, like new wave of American cinema, the Robert Altman, early Scorsese, uh, Peter Bogdanovich, yeah, like, and she was one of like the actresses and truly, like, of her time, Margot Kidder. Oh yeah, like yeah, great Margot Kidder. Yeah, like the early Jack Nicholson, you know, part of that scene, that like kind of L.A. and she was sort of part of that. Uh But it's not named after her. Okay, sadly, it's named after uh, Karen Karen Blank. and the, the award is given to a senior female student athlete enrolled in Barnard College, which is why I don't know this is a, why this is on the Columbia. I don't think Columbia, Barnard is part of Columbia, but I, maybe I missed a newsletter. Yeah. Uh, student athlete who exemplifies the qualities of academic success, athletic achievement, strong, uh, oh, sorry, strong sporting behavior and commitment to the community. She is the sixth recipient of this accolade and the second consecutive honoree from the fencing program. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Katie, way to go. Yeah, absolutely. You think she listens to the show? Uh, I don't know. The other thing, gosh, I hope so. Uh, the, it's the 97th edition of the Varsity C celebration in the Rune Arledge Auditorium. Oh, Rune Arledge. Yeah. I don't know if he went to Columbia or just part of the journalism oh, school okay. or something. Uh, back-to-back NCAA championship teams in 2015 and 2016. She was, but yeah, exactly. Championship, did you Three, say? Th- championship, NCAA championship teams. Does championship mean you were either in first or second place? I think maybe she was just like, or like in the, in the you know, the in the big dance yeah, okay. of fencing. Sure. Uh, the women's, she helped the women's fencing team capture three Ivy League titles in 2015, 16, and 18. Um, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So uh, a native of Los Angeles. So congratulations to, uh, to Katie, uh, go, Katie. Ingen. Yeah. Uh, that's, not, that's not nothing. Have funny. you ever watched a fencing match live? Uh, a little bit. I feel like, isn't it in the Olympics? No, it's definitely in the Olympics. Yeah, I've seen it there. It's and confusing it's, to me. But, yes, uh, and it's, it's important cool. to know that one of the swords is an epee right, if you're doing... crossword puzzle Exactly thing. Yeah. right. I never knew that until I started doing some... Yeah, there are certain puzzles. things. It's like, if anything, oleo. fencing... Exactly. Allo, epee, and oleo. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so there we go. All right. Uh, right we always Katie. follow that with the Jewish joke of the show, right, punchline yeah. only. This might be my favorite. You ready? Yeah. yeah. The fellow replies, I make a nice living. <laughs>
<laughs> that's all you need. I love them. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's so good. It's a, it's yeah. That you know, there. That's also one that I will use often. Like that pops up the the premise to that joke. Oh, is that right? Okay. Will pop up every so often. You got to be at the ready with that line. Yeah. Uh, very quickly. I, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, 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 that's go ahead. good. That's good. That's good. I'm gonna have to. Yeah. I'm gonna have to research. I'm gonna have to reverse engineer these. Like going to the internet. Machine. Oh, I like it. Like the phone lookup. Yeah, and kind of thing. thing. Which actually, I have amazing unsuccess or failure when doing the reverse lookup phone thing on oh, the internet. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Oh, for like, if you get like some weird call and they yeah. hang up and you're like, who um, was that? Right, no. I think there's so much like masking and what, I don't Completely. know. Completely. It might tell you the area, might. like Illinois, maybe. Oh, yeah, sure, if you get the but area that's code. It. Yeah, right, but that's it. Right, but it's the area code, but yeah. that's it. Otherwise, sometimes it'll say mobile phone, sometimes not, right. but this, but incredibly unuseful unless you pay the $19.99 $19. a month. Yeah, you're not doing that. I am not doing that. Um, a quick uh, rest in peace to uh, Flory of Superdog oh, yeah. passed away. Um, it was, she was not young, so lived a good, good long neither life. Are we. But, yeah. Neither are we. Uh, but she did pass away, her and her husband, Maury. Yeah. Open Superdog in very long time ago, yeah. and uh, when I was a young pup in the hot dog business, very probably within the first six months of opening the restaurant, one afternoon when there was no one in the restaurant, as was uh, usually the case, yeah. Maury came into the restaurant in his Superdog, you know, jacket. And to me, this is like this was like a did visit. You know, did you know who he was? Oh, instantaneously. Yeah, okay. And uh, uh, came in like, and truly, this was like a visit from the Zen master sure. coming to, you know, coming to see you. And we chit-chatted for a moment, and I was telling him the story about how I got into the business. Yep. And I remember this, to this day, he says to me, that's a very familiar story 49 years ago. And I almost passed out thinking, I I'm trying to get to Thursday. Yeah, right. Let alone like 49 years, yeah, but so that's they you get a little vertigo when you look over the edge and you see it's that far. You're oh, like, oh yeah. Man. Like, Oh, that's long at that time, longer than I've been alive, had yeah. been alive. Uh, but he couldn't have been nicer. And I've run into his family over that's the nice. years and, and, and truly an inspiration. And one of those like just great, absolutely Chicago stories, the story that they were high school sweethearts built the whole, you know, of an era, you know, the post-war, what do you do, your, you know, jobs, yeah. and then you end up doing this. And it kind of started as a lark, and then it just it got successful. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, so condolences. Yes, condolences to, uh, to their family. So, I mean, how old do you think she was, ballpark? I mean, over 80, right? Over 80. My guess yeah. is closer closer to 90. I mean, yeah. I read it well over like 12 hours ago, so you'd think I remember. <laughs> but it was <laughs> caught up long. because it was also the other day, both Art Shea and Art Paul died, and they were both in their 90s, like 93 and 96, not necessarily respectively, but okay. one or the other. Art Shea, the photographer. Yeah. And then Art Paul, who was the art director for Playboy, who uh, oh. designed the rabbit logo. Oh, wow. And uh, my uh, brush with greatness, uh, I went to high school with his stepdaughter. Okay. And so there was, uh, she had a party at their apartment in 
the Hancock building and art screened on a 16 millimeter projector, Dr. Strangelove Whoa. for like eight high school juniors or seniors, whatever we were at that Crazy. time. Yes, absolutely. But I was thought, like, I kind of knew like who he was at that time. I mean, that he worked for Playboy yeah. and that he had invented the logo. Uh, and I thought, well, this is huh. this. Even then I knew like, well, this I should remember. Yeah. Because this is kind of cool. But so, yeah, so condolences to every family in Chicago, apparently, yeah. this week. Yeah, that's, that's like a lot. three, like, real, like, Chicago yeah, fixtures. Real right? fixture. Yeah, absolutely. And iconic uh, people who've, uh, who did a lot, you know, for the city and seem to really also love the city. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, yeah it's interesting, like, people who, you know, did a bunch of stuff or it was significant and then. You know, it's interesting. Some people like there's sort of like a, I think like a window or like a band of an age band where like people in that age band will know who they were and appreciate. And the other people, they're just like, it's just some person that. Some old guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he did that. Yeah. And I vaguely know what that is. Like, right. I don't even know. Do you think like the, 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 the rabbit logo. Yeah. Seems to be somewhat iconic. I think so. Yes. But do the youngsters or people not really in the know associate it with Playboy magazine or just know it as this logo that it's oh, kinds of mean a thing. I don't know. I don't know. Well, does Playboy magazine still exist? It does. And I still subscribe. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, That's pretty good. Yes. It's just, it is I haven't one been to the barbershop in a while. Obviously, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Precisely. Um, it's a, uh, uh, so they went through this period where they stopped naked women and now naked women are back in. Yeah. And it's still, it's a very much, much more of a like sort of photography as opposed to pure, sure. just like hot yes. girls kind yeah. of, kind right. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. <coughs> Excuse me. That's all right. Where's the cough button? Is know, yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, so you ready to talk about something? Yeah, I got a thing. Something. I wanted to, uh, uh, return a bit to our conversation we had either the last episode or two episodes ago about rewriting no it was two episodes ago because last time was sports rewriting the constitution oh yeah specifically and I I, I apologize if we'd already talked about this but I don't think we did it's okay. you know, eh, whatever Wh- who's, uh, gonna, who's gonna know fast forward if we've yeah. already talked about this lowering the voting age to 16 Oh, if you if 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 you could see the face what you, on the young okay, man across from me, yeah, lay it on me, and then we'll I'll respond. I'm kind. I'm in I'll the, tell you what it should be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I am sort of of the mindset that it is time to to do it because I think that the arguments against it are no longer valid which was mostly that 16 year olds didn't have the knowledge or or possibly the access to getting that information to make a uh, informed informed and 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 well thought out choice it's still possible that that's true. Yes. My argument is, though, they may be more informed 
than a lot than anybody yes. else who gets a, 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 a chance to vote. And certainly policies affect them more than they affect you and me. For that reason, we should let babies vote. I have no problem with that either. <laughs> I think there should be at least some point, some sort of physical ability to either like uh, uh, connect the arrow like mm. we do in Chicago. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I love voting just so I can say to the, uh, the uh, uh, people at the desk, the uh, board, the election judges, do you have anything bigger? Yes. A giant sheet of paper, which I wouldn't mind if they actually, if the little booth you got into held the, that right. giant piece of paper. Right. That's the problem I have is trying to physically like do that the airs like the holding test. the thing. That's the test. That, I have no problem with that's that either. Standard. That's a test. I can pass that. But I think that I, I just don't, with, with the access to information, yeah. with that's the access to information and the ability to reason. I think that there's a difference with 16-year-olds now than they possibly, and I'm not sure about this, than it was when we were 16 years old, which was a long, long time ago. Yes, it was. There's also the possibility, and I'm not sure about this, that it may increase the probability of voting in the future if you start earlier. Mm-hmm. I like to think it's like smoking. <laughs> Maybe you take it up, you know, when you're sure. 12, when you're 30, sure. you might still be smoking. Having said that, it's a notorious youngsters, 18 to 24, notoriously don't vote. Right. That's a problem. Um, so I don't know, but I'm kind of le- as part of, I don't think it's like a, an issue that oh my god we must do it now right but i think as part of like a rewriting of the constitution i'd have no problem if the uh, uh, voting age was lower to 16 nick okay so i think i generally agree in the sense that hmm I mean, right, 18 sort of an arbitrary thing. I mean, I do think that the one, let's suppose for the purposes of this next statement that it's true that Congress has to pass a declaration of war in order for there to be a war, which we know isn't true. Correct, but okay. But if it was true, right? right? And if 18 is the age of eligibility for the draft and stuff, then I think it's appropriate that, that for that reason alone, I think it's appropriate that 18 year olds are able to vote. Yeah. So moving it down from there, I think, you know, there's plenty of 16 year olds who I would, whose judgment I would trust more than a certain 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 year olds. Most of them sit, by the way, at Wrigley Field, as far as I can tell. <laughs> and I think, you know, and there's plenty that are ridiculous and not, don't have their heads together enough, but that's true of every age group. Every age group. Yeah. So I don't think, I mean, honestly, there's probably a bunch of seventh graders where I would be like, yeah, these people, have, they've thought it through. They've got a, uh, they have a rationale, even if I didn't agree with them, like they've thought it through. So... Yeah, bringing it down, I think I'm 
probably on board. I mean, it, like I said, honestly, I do think like if you were going to say like who do the laws affect, actually babies should probably be able to vote twice because they're going to be presumably around longer and it's there's going to be a lot of stuff that affects them. I would like to see just mostly for the commercials aimed at babies yes. to get you know, to see what those look like. Yes, that'd be you know, Yeah, it's a whole new industry yeah. of, uh, you know, subliminal, you know, diaper ads. Yeah. Um, but I, I get it. I mean, I don't... You know, in some ways, right, the age cutoff is a little bit arbitrary. Like, why, you know... Other than, like I said, other than some things about that, when you become legally a citizen or an adult citizen or blah, 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 for other purposes like the right. draft and stuff like that. Exactly. I have other no problem that, with the arbitrary. I have no problem with the arbitrariness. I'm, part of it is you just have to pick a number. I mean, is there a difference yes. between 18 and 19? Right. No, but right. or 21. Why is 21 the number? Because it is. Right. And I have no problem with that. Otherwise, you know, anarchy. Sure. But otherwise, I mean, I, I think it's fine just to to just more for yeah. a little bit of order and a little bit, you know, of record keeping. In that sense, yes, you want to make the philosophical argument that sixteen or fifteen and eleven months is different than sixteen and a month. No, right. but for the sake there has to of be some cutoff. right, and I have no problem with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think. Right. It's you have to pick a number. What's the is there a harm to picking sixteen instead of eighteen? Will a few more boneheads I don't know. In some ways I'd also like you could also argue you should put a like a, a cap on it or something like that. Or there's other way, you know? Oh, I didn't even think of going there. I might not have a problem with that either. Just because there is that sort of you know and rightfully so when you get to that age, all you care right. about is, you. is, you know, tomorrow, right. not 20 years from now. I think there's no, plenty of people for whom that's not true, but there are plenty for whom it is true. Sure. I think you could also have just like, um, like a little league, like a slaughter rule. Like if you're above a certain age and you have above a certain amount of money, like you're done, you don't get to vote anymore. I have no problem with that at all. You, yes. you did it. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> exactly. You won. You're, you're out. out. You don't get to compete. Right. Exactly. You can't go right. back in and like. Right. It's like term limits. If there's term limits on the president, there maybe there's term limits on the voting in that sense. Could be. Um, Could I kind of like the idea of capping the, uh, the age. <laughs> I actually sort of leaning more towards that as well. It's like, why not? Yeah. But I think. Do you think there should be some sort of test? Some minimum oh, guideline, not just age. So maybe you have to have voted in the previous election to vote in the next one. Here's what I do think. That's that kind of thing. So, right, test, you get into all this stuff about like, you know, there's no right. test that's not going to be discriminatory of in course. some sense or whatever. Right. But if it's, um, we have a special a We do. We do. Absolutely. Hi. Um, I don't, I, I don't know about it. I mean, in theory, right, a test, actually, it was not a bad idea. Right. But in practice, obviously not. But I of do course. think, I do think there should be um, some sort of incentive, reward, punishment scenario for voting. Like, I actually think you should be taxed if you don't vote. Like, people should have to vote. See, and then we've had this argument yeah, yeah. before, and I, that I don't agree with because I think you have I, I the right be, not to of vote. Of course, I think that's actually true. But, but 
I also think you, you also like, give up the right to complain if yes, you don't vote right, either. Something. Yeah. Or, so or maybe, no, or maybe yeah. you have to go there and say like, I'm not voting. You have to go not vote, or you have to like you know fill out some form or whatever. It you says you just don't totally ignore the whole. I, I think that's deal. that's like maybe seems, make, you have to make a conscious choice. Or that I'd like have that no problem because, with. Um. Yeah, or you have to sign a, a waiver, a complaint waiver. Or you're in charge of them bringing the donuts to the election judges. Something like that. That would be fine, too. Something. Yeah. I mean, I, I do, I, I mean that's all right. I'm being a little ridiculous, but I do think there's something to the idea of, like, there's not enough. First of all, it's too hard to vote. We've, I think, talked about this before, right? It's just too much. It, they make it too difficult. Yes. To, to I mean, vote. you know, my plan is for president, it's, it's a Saturday. Yeah. In I mean it can be in November, what I don't care when it is, but it's that Saturday and the only thing you vote for that day is president. Yeah. It's an eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. You put an X in the box, there's yeah. if you want to write in, and we're done. All the stuff with judges and yeah. referenda and you know the 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 water reclamation and yeah. all of these positions that people don't research. I mean, I think you should. Yes. It's I think it's easy to do it. But people don't, and I'm not going to go into that argument. But I think for president, once every four, and I don't think you should be allowed to early vote for president. You go that day. Why would you be anti-early vote? I mean, what if? Because I think it should be a national holiday. You go vote. One day every four years, you can get off the couch, and that's your participation. I think there should be a, a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of skin in the game. Yeah. And effort. And if you don't want to go do it that day, then don't go vote. But mm-hmm. I, I, I think I disagree on the early vote because I think for some people, they just can't. They got to work or they have to do a thing. And But if it's a national holiday, well, all right. But then who's going to work at the right. mattress store? I mean, somebody's working at the That's mattress true. store. They do have this sale. Holiday. That is true. And you hate to give up those sales yeah. with the dancing Abe Lincoln, you know, in that right. commercial. Because there's right. no such thing as a national holiday anymore. In America. True. Oh, that's for sure. Right. right. Everything well, we is kids, open on every everything day. Everything was closed. Yeah. Right, on a, New Year's Day, shut down, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah, now, absolutely. Everything's open now. Of course. Only a couple things are closed. All right. Then maybe, then, all right. I'll give it a week. But it's still president, and that's the yeah. only thing you vote for. And I have no I'm, problem I'm, absentee I, I, ballots or whatever. Sold. That's fine, of course. And then the other stuff, I understand the argument, well, then... You know the percentages will drop for like, whether it's Senate, Governor, and so yeah. forth. It's like, well, oh well, so yeah. be it. Um, people are going to participate or they're not. Yep. And I think it has been made shockingly easy for people to go vote in many ways. I understand all the efforts to get people off the rolls. That's a different argument. To actually go vote, you have three weeks. Yeah. To go, it's open 12 hours a day. You can mail it in. You can, right. You can mail it in to go pop in for that day. You can do it. And it's not like you're doing this every week. Right. It's once every, you know, once a year max in Chicago because of, you know, their off years are the local elections. Yep. And presidential, once every four years, you still get 51% of the people vote. That's it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So I think changing that. But I, I'm, I just, this, it, it just reeks too much of this idea that it's always been that way and it's worked fine. I 
disagree with both of those statements. They are the yes, idea right, that, yes, well, it's yeah, always been that way, therefore. Right, that's not a reason. And it actually doesn't work. It can be improved upon. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't work great, clearly. It clearly doesn't. I have no problem with the two-party system, but I think an overhaul of the primaries and an overhaul of the... I have a problem with the two-party system. I think not enough parties. One party too many. <laughs> Two parties too many. <laughs> There's also that. Uh, I think. <clears throat> I mean, I think we should have more parties, and you could. I just think it's not, it's really kind of um, in practice and sort of systematically kind of discouraged. But I think we should have more. It would be better if we did. Um, would it? By the way, that was my Nick uh, uh, impersonation right really there. Good. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, That's. <laughs> I, I don't know if it if it. I don't know. I mean, the primaries you had twenty people running this last year, two years ago, two years ago. Yeah, the primaries isn't the same as a as a multiple party system, really. Well, there were other people running in other parties. I mean, yeah. it's it's tough enough getting two qualified people. And I don't know if that would make it easier. I mean, yes, of course, the the the, the financial reform, and right. that's a that's a question as well, of course. Yeah, right. That's a big part too. Yes. I mean, and part of it's just it's not that there can't be more parties now. It's that the whole system is entrenched in the way they do the thing, and including the stuff that's weird, that's like sort of outside the system and unregulated, like. The debates, like the networks can kind of control how people look and who's really legitimized and who's not. Absolutely. Whether it's between the news coverage and the, and this is like part of your thing, right? About you shorten the campaign season. It has to be publicly funded, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Right. I mean, if you think about whether or not you, people like him or don't like him, like, you know, I think early on, I remember in the last sort of presidential sequence early on in the almost pre-primary phase, you know, a friend of mine who lives in Seattle, Steve, was saying, like, he was mentioned he was going to go to a Bernie Sanders, Bernie Sanders rally, but he couldn't get tickets. And I was like, what do you mean? It was like, you know, it was like at a 10,000 seat thing, like the tickets were sold out. I'm like, how can that be? Because nobody's talking about this guy drawing right. all these people. All that are talked about are the couple other candidates that are people are focused on and, um, you know, things like that, like the that the, the the media sort of like creates the self-fulfilling thing about the elections and there's all that stuff that's absolutely so, in that idea. Oh, you're only polling at 1%. Therefore right. you're not a legitimate candidate. Well, now well, you've like, whole, right. The whole right well, now he's, now he's like not one, a legitimate candidate. Right, having yeah. one state be like, well, you got to drop out because you lost the first three states. Why? Right. right. If, like, it's like a baseball game. Like, so someone yeah. scored three I'm, runs in the first thing. I could score 47 in the next eight yeah, Precisely. So, so like, it's a long campaign. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's, it's, those aren't, you know, if you, let's use our baseball analogy, right? Those runs aren't worth more than runs later in the game. It's Exactly. So who cares? Right. 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 Like, why don't you wait till the end of the game and see what the final score is? And then, then that's who won. Exactly. It's, um, I mean, that system is a botch. It's a mess. Yeah. It is absolutely a mess. And and it can be fixed. Yes. Is the thing. And I think one of the things is lowering Who wants to though? Like I mean, who's in a position to do it that wants to? The loser always is. <laughs> and the person running, well, we have to have reform, and then they win, is like, eh, I think the system works fine. Yeah. No one in power ever wants to reform the system. Right. 
by any you know by any stretch whatsoever. Yeah. That falls off, you know the 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 table that's shelved very quickly yeah. until four years from now, when then it's a tight race. Yep. Yeah, term limits. You in favor of that? Yeah, for for all offices. Yes. Okay. I'm pretty sure I am. All right. Um, I mean, I get that if the argument that if what well, well if the if the citizens choose this person over and over again, like they should they shouldn't be punished for wanting a choice that you know that kind of reaffirms what has been chosen before, right? Like to say right. like, well, you 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 can have whatever you want except this because. You know, and if the will of the people is we, but we want that again. No, that's I, to me that's too bad. All right, I get that. Like, I get that as an argument, like as a rational. Sure, argument. if the person's doing a good job, why do you want to remove them right. from? But in but practice, doesn't seem to work at all. It's it, yes, yeah. right. In practice, it's terrible. And you know, I've, we've talked about this before. I feel like it should be like jury duty. You like you get you the get summons. A summons, yeah, and then you got to go. You got to serve. Yes. Making sure you don't need to be in the Senate for six years. This isn't like it's well, not. It's not eighteen thirty where it took you like nine months to get there from wherever you were coming from. You know what I mean? Like precisely, and fine. you know, I want to eliminate the Senate. And the anyways. whole funding thing, right? The whole funding thing with the like, you know, then you spend these guys. These people don't spend their time working; they spend their time fundraising. Oh, nonstop. So just you, you do. You, it's a you know, depending on the office, it's a it's a year right. term. Yeah. It's a two year term, and you do the thing. You can do a lot of more remote working in the modern world. Like you don't have to be there all the time. Just exactly do the thing, and then you're done. And honestly, like I don't know, could it, it be worse? Out? Would it be worse? Could it yeah. be worse? I mean, only one way to find out, right? And maybe the thing is, like, if you didn't vote, then you can't become you're out of the pool, right? Like the jury duty pool. Oh, and then you're going to get voting down to like three percent. Right? Yeah, um, maybe. No, maybe. I, I or something I, like that. You I, know I mean? there should be a correlation. Some kind of requirement that. You know, um, some kind of thing, some yeah. kind of, yeah, I don't know how you would do it, but some kind but it, of, but you could come up with a, with a formula or just sure. qualifying elements. Um, but even, even if you did it totally at random, right, would you get a bunch of boneheads in there? Yes, because there's a bunch because of boneheads bunch in the world. Of, and um, as we have seen, then let, that if hopefully the system is such that I mean we have boneheads now in the Correct. office, so like they'll have to duke it out according to the rules of engagement in the thing, and then we'll see what happens. Right. Like I, I don't, I, I honestly think that would be better, and you would have it would remove a lot of the the motivations that are spurious and that are not constructive. Absolutely, and you would also any chance we would have of people running for office who aren't billionaires. Because they can self-fund. Yeah. And that whole concept, I don't know if it's unique to Illinois, but that weird rule, there are li- donation limits. Uh-huh. Unless you donate to your own campaign, campaign over a certain amount, then all limits are off. It's great. It's Yes, that's fantastic. And you know that was passed by the first billionaire who wanted to, yeah. like, I want to donate all my money. Uh, so weird. Yes, it's a it, but I think it's a it's a process that I hundred percent believe needs to be truly explored. And the only, as with most things in life, the only way to find out if it's going to work is 
is to put it into motion and see if so, it'll work. It's yeah, it's and so, I don't know what the downside is. It's so weird that yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess it's sort of obvious, but like, there's so much inertia. This like, what if you just passed along? So like, listen, we're going to do this for ten years, and then we're going to look at the data, and then we'll make right. a judgment there. Like, why not run an experiment? Like, no one will the the resistance to even trying a change, even if that change is. You know, sort of time boxed or made finite. Sure, and saying if it doesn't work, period, we'll right. go back to the other right. way. Right. Yeah, right. it's not like we lose the other way. Right. Yeah. It's just the idea that that we can't do it because we haven't done it. Right. It's like, well, you know, yeah, that so seems absurd. Yeah. And again, it's in reaction to a system that, while I think works in some ways, has serious, serious problems, serious drawbacks, right. and. As with all things, I'm a firm believer it could be better. So we should try to make it better. You have a shortstop on your team, but there's a guy over there who's better. Let's put him there. And let's see if that like makes the, the team better. You can't put him in because he's not ready. He's not. He's too young or whatever. Like, right. No, or this guy true. is doing a job. It's like that's true, but you're always trying to make your team better. Yeah. Why don't you? Yeah. Right. If people could take out the like. You know, the inertia and some of the emotion and stuff of it, and just look at right. And they were the founding fathers were not gods, right? They were just dudes who were doing who were the some of the smarter guys yeah. and doing the best they could and doing the best they could at that time with the resources. And some of them were boneheads. Some and of them some were, were boneheads. They still got they got the thing done. But yeah. The idea that it is somehow like so sacred that it can't be tweaked. I mean, they were tweaking it all the time and actually designed a system to be tweaked. To be tweaked. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's uh, it's fun to say the word tweaked it, several times in a row. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's dubious. A, a bit. Uh, and now it's time you have the guitar. So this is because we have intro music for our next uh, segment. What's the segment? Uh, the philosophical question of the show. Oh, yeah. Okay. There you go. I Actually, like it. I don't, I don't know if that's going to be. I maybe No. 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 I'm we'll work on something. it. We'll workshop this. Okay. Um, by but by episode thirteen, yeah, I want a full blown Nelson Riddle esque, yeah, composition score, uh, ready to go. You ready? I am ready. Has your greatest fear ever come true, Nicholas? Your response. Um, Has your greatest fear ever come true? Right. So I first have to think about what my yeah. greatest fear. I don't know if it's my greatest fear. I've seen snakes. I don't care for snakes. Uh-huh. But I don't know if I like really like fearful. Have I don't you like seen one like in the wild or something like that. I remember, and uh, uh, Barbara will tell this story yeah. many times of walking a path. I, I'm trying to remember where we were. One of our road trips in the United States, off to the side, following like like a, a little boardwalk. And a snake like crossed in front of me, and sure. I stepped back and pushed her in front of me. He's like, "You go first. shamelessly, like, "No, you go. Why?" I was like, "Don't worry about it." Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I threw her. I would say under the bus, but it was more in sure, front of the in snake. Front of snake yeah. yeah, exactly. But again, had it been, I would have kept uh, it's, it's not my greatest fear. Yeah. Um, I'd have to think about what my greatest fear would be or would have been 
Exactly. Do you want, do you want me to go? Because I was thinking yeah, about this. Well, I wrote it, so I had yeah, time, more time to think about yeah. it than just springing it on I'm going to think about it. I'll Mine have some has not come true. Okay. Thank goodness. It's being beholden to someone uh, for either physical or mental um, uh, uh, getting through the day. That kind of being incapacitated to the point where someone oh. else has to take care of me. Oh, I see. That I'm no longer independent. Yeah. More, in some ways, more, probably more fearful physically. Sure. Because the mentally, you know, there's that conundrum, what I know that I, you know, uh, but physically like not being able to, and for long term, knowing that that it's not like a short term. Sure. An operation, broke my leg, something where it's like, okay, there's going to be some rehabilitation. That's, that's not it. But where it's like truly, I, and, and real basic functions of uh, uh, bathing, clothing, yeah. feeding yeah. myself, and other bodily functions. Yeah. Um, so far, that has not uh, not come true. Um, I think that's my yeah my biggest fear. Clowns, I've gotten over. <laughs> you know, that's just you know right. the easy one. But otherwise, like death, yeah, is it a fear? So much. Um, being like, uh, I mean, part of it's just incredibly fortunate where I am, what I was born into, that I'm not as worried about, will I be homeless? Sure. Will I not be able to sustain uh, myself financially? Yeah. Um, I'm not worried about that. But I think it's much more like that and more extreme, not if am, am I in a wheelchair? We've got hi. Come on in. You can we have a guest. We have a guest. Say hello to the audience. Say hi. <laughs> no, I feel very nervous. Hi. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. Look at us. Everything going all right? Yeah. All right. Okay. It's good to see you too. All right. Take care. Are you gonna drive? No. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll edit that out, right? Or no, edit that in. No, that's in. That's, that's it. Special. Okay, that's good. In. That's going to be the that's the new intro. To the <laughs> I show. like it. Uh, so yeah, so that and then not like yeah. saying just like whether I'm yeah. in a wheelchair or something like that. It would have to be like really something much more severe. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what. So I'm thinking about like what is, what are my how are we doing? Are we oh no, we're fine. Um, how, what? I think my greatest fears probably have changed over time. And so I think when I was probably younger, I think I was probably worried that I was going to die. I was more afraid of that kind of thing happening. And now I'm not as, not as afraid of that. Um, yeah. I don't know if I, I'm looking, I was trying just when you said that is like, I don't think it's changed. Certainly it's, not for a long, long time that, that, that that's changed. Yeah. It's a little weird for me. Like I, in some ways, right? You, you, statistically, when you're younger, you're you probably have a lot longer to live, and yet I was more worried about dying probably when I was eight years old than I was than I am about it now. Right, and some lot. of that this seems to be. I mean, obviously, the the part about being incapacitated at eight year old is a completely different concept, sure, than death. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I think I was. Um, you know, I think this, the things I've been afraid of over time have been, um, have changed. That, the, you know, the, what's on the list and, and the relative rank of things on that list of things I'm afraid of is. Uh, I'm going to guess think, yours is like you're, you're 
it's for some reason you only get one record ever to listen to again. It's the Royal Scam. Yeah. 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 That's high. That's, that's high. That's top 10. Okay. That's, yeah, that's high. Yeah. Probably ah, getting high, ah. going higher as time goes by. Sure. Uh, probably, you know what? I probably have, because it probably then after that, I think it's probably like someone in my family dying. Right. It was probably pretty high and that's happened. Sure. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, pretty, pretty close. Like it's that, that was at the time that was pretty high yeah. on the list and it happened. And so that one, you know, um, I think it's also, you know, sometimes other stuff, you, I think you don't always, you, you might think you know what you're afraid of, but you don't really know until it comes up. And you know, it's just like you don't really know how you're going to react to things. Absolutely. Right. When, Absolutely. So sure. Certain things that if you had told me beforehand, this is going to happen to you and here's how you're going to feel. Or, or how do you think you're going to feel? And right. then it happened and, and you had the observation of how you actually react and how you actually feel. It would be different. And even intellectually, if you understood that, okay, I'm going to feel uh, anxiety about this. Right. But what that, how that manifests yes, and what that physically right. truly feels like, mm-hmm. you don't know until right. you're in the midst of it. Right. So Agreed. things like, you know, injury or, you know, I was out of work for a long time and stuff right. like that. Like it was, like those things are, you know, fairly high on the list and they sure. happened. Yeah. Um, so you're fine. You're skating. You got the next number of years. You're all set. I got it down. Like I, I fear cover, nothing. I check this stuff all the. It's kind of true though. Like I kind, kind of, of. I'm not that. Uh, I I think I used to be just overall probably like a more fearful person, and it's not that everything's okay. gone great either. Like right, the right, way right. I expected it to. But you, I think it's been a little bit over time, and even within the last ten years of reinforcement that you know what, bad things can and do happen. Yep. And. Probably will not all of them, but some of them will. But most likely, and, and yeah, and a lot of those urine, the sort of the anxiety and a little bit of the fearful thing is how little control you have yes, over right. that. And I think you're the at the mercy. Is, you know, and I'm definitely not. Um, I'm the opposite of a person who thinks that everything work. Eh, not the opposite, but I'm not a person who thinks everything works out for the best or there's a reason for everything. I don't believe any of that stuff. Not even close. So, you know, some things might turn out bad and, and be the worst case scenario. And that might actually be what happens. And yeah. it doesn't turn out okay. Right. Or that thing right. isn't fixed or whatever. Um, and then some of them do turn out okay. Um, or on the whole, it turns out okay, but not without a price. Right. And you try to keep going. Right. And you, you sometimes if you would ask me about, well, you know, this is going to happen to you. I would be like, well, I just give up at that point. Like, I that's I overload my circuits. I wouldn't be able to keep going. And it turns out you actually can keep. You going. actually can. Yeah, I mean, and there's you an keep going more more easily than you thought you could. Right. And then other thing, you know. So I don't know. It's a mix of stuff. So I think some of the stuff has happened, and that some kind of, of it has been, you know, kind of felt as bad as you would expect it to at the time, and then. It was okay, and some things didn't feel as bad as you. I might have predicted they would for me. Right, and then then you so then you question yourself. Well, why did I fear that? Because it then became like okay, I think it, that I could deal with it. Maybe the fear was that I wouldn't be able to deal right, with it. That's right. And then then you go on. Yeah, I think and then that's from that maybe things like 
you know, my greatest fear, even though what I said it was, it's still, well, well you'll, I'll, either I'll deal with it or I won't. Right. It's kind of like, I think my attitude sort of like the, you know, that old proverb, but it's kind of like the, we'll see. And it, it's a little bit more right. like the um, working, I feel like I have a more, um, I don't, I don't always get as like overloaded emotionally as I would have when I was younger. It's a little bit more like, okay, what's what's the first step? Like, let's work the problem. Let's exactly. work the thing step by step. And not that you don't have any emotional reaction to it, but so far, mm, I'm going to check myself on this. I'll have to fact check yeah, this no for myself. Like, <laughs> I think so All the far, staff do it. It kind of, it kind of, it turns out, I think that that at least at this stage-ish of my life, like that tends to be my, what, what, what my approach turns out to be. It kind of manifests itself as like, you know, there may be emotions and other things and stuff, but, but largely it turns out to be like, okay, what's, what does this mean? What's the next thing? What are the options here? Let's do the thing, which isn't to say that I don't get overwhelmed with stuff. Or that you're not fearful of it happening as well. Right. right. Or not that I have no, um, right. The thing that sort of aphorism about, right. Courage is being afraid and doing it anyway. Right. It's not, right. you can't, you might be like afraid. Like I don't, I really, really, you know, if there's two outcomes, there's, you know, the good one and the really bad one. And you're like, I really, I truly don't want the really bad one. Exactly. But I can't freeze up. I got to like, I got to go do what I have to do. I have to move forward anyway. It's, it's, and we'll see. Like, so it's not that you're like, ah, I don't care if the bad thing happens. I, I, I do care if the bad thing right. happens, but I don't know which thing's going to happen. And I just got to like go through the steps. It's the Bertrand Russell. Uh, the reason we study philosophy is to live in a world of uncertainty yet not be paralyzed by hesitation. Yeah. How about yeah, that? That's great. See that Ivy League education, and uh, I'm a big fan of Rosalind Russell, by the way. And also <laughs> going back that? to our Karen Black discussion, Debbie Ken Russell. Russell. Oh, oh, Debbie Ken Russell. Russell. Debbie, no, Teresa no, Russell. Debbie Russell. She's went a little to later. High school with me. Oh, there you go, uh, Ken Russell. Some of the he he uh, your little movie Tommy. Yeah, he did. He that. directed. He's that over the top, visually yeah, pretty weird altered states. And Tommy are probably. I know I'm missing. States? Yeah, there's. I don't a, think I've ever seen that, but that's interesting. It's um, that was more of a mainstream movie. Yes, it was. A, it was. I want to say that was after Tommy's probably yeah. his most well known movie. But he was uh, this bombastic, yeah, zany legendary, guy. zany, and uh, um, I haven't seen Tommy in a while, I but um. I the only and I only want to see the uh, Anne Margaret scene sure. with the TV. I don't really yeah. care about the rest of it. It's fair, uh, and that may be a good place to stop. Okay, if you're okay with that, I'm fine. All right, Listen, whatever you want to do is fine. Well, okay, you can email us at Nick and Dougs at That's G- the punchline to my <laughs> yeah, I like joking. <laughs> Email us at nickanddugs at gmail.com. Follow us on the Twitter and Instagram at Nick and Dugs. Do you have anything to plug, young Nick? Do I? Anything? I'm, I'm asking you. If I knew, I would have written it down. I don't think so. I got nothing. I can't think of anything. No, there's probably some events coming up and stuff, but eh, whatever. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Remember, kids, don't litter. Be kind to those less fortunate than you. And as always, keep up the good work. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.